Today is September 28th. Judge, it's his 61st home run. Yankees clinch the division, celebrate. Blue Jays kind of embarrass themselves. But let's talk about the Yankees. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Jake with his Oswaldo Cabrera necklace looks great. I'm jealous of that. How's it feel to wear that? Pretty good. Pretty good. This is the tighter one, so you'll be good for uh, if there was a looser oh. one. I think you'd like it. Okay, I'm excited. Bring it to the warehouse. Okay. Tomorrow. Reveal. DVD, how are you? I'm in a pretty good mood. He's Yanks. Yeah. It's, how about like a uh, dopamine? What's it? Runner's high? Mm-hmm. Hit. It's like the division, the party. Judge hits his 61st, ties the record. His mom blows him a kiss. He touches his heart. I'm crying on my couch. I instantly buy tickets for me, my dad, and my brother to go to the game Friday night because that is like so amazing. I want to spend it and be there with my dad and and be there for it. Like it's just like a whirlwind of emotions. I'm at the point where am I really confident in this team now going into the postseason? More more than I ever have been, and probably more than I should be. But that's kind of the hit that's hitting me right now. Of like, let's just go, let's do it. Yeah there there was a point this season, and Jimmy, I was laughing on talking baseball the other day because. For half of this year, I was screaming at people that we are destined for Houston and the Yankees, part three, like, let's finish it up. Do the Yankees have that final swing in them to take them down, or does Houston own us for this baby bombers period? I said that about every talking baseball for two, three months, and (laughs) I kind of went radio silent on that, Uh, and it wasn't because of Houston. Uh, This Yankees team ran into some bad times and a lot of injuries and a lot of question marks. And a lot of those are starting to be answered, which is cool. There are still a lot of question marks, and the Houston Astros are really good. I do think the way the Yankees are playing, they are the clear number two in the AL again. You know, there was a while when uh, it seemed like we just simmered into the rest of the pack, or if not behind the pack. But we are on this uphill trajectory um, with some major wins. I mean, Judge is obviously Judge. As well, the Cabrera, it looks like he's coming into a form. Glaber has come into form. Uh, some of the starting pitching efforts are nice. The bullpen stuff still has to get figured out, but luckily, by winning the division, we'll have some really good opportunities for guys to get work in and see how they look. That, yeah, man, I, you know, we should be feeling pretty good going into these playoffs because the Yankees ran away. End up running away with the East. They're the second best team in the AL. They skip the three game wild card. They'll be able to line up a rotation, a better playoff rotation that they've had in the past, um, with still a few questions to answer. Whether you're 
Stanton, whether you're, you know, DJ or Carpenter from the top rope or some of the other guys in the lineup that that still need to tune up, but it was a good series for Yankee fans, never mind <laughs> an all-time historic home run. Laser shot, too. Yeah. Judgy in. And it would have been out at Fenway. Did you see that? I didn't see that. I guess I didn't look, but... The, the like what it dong tweet it was 29 of 30 parks and i was and a couple of people in the replies and in my head dog tilted i was like fenway camden and that, that camden's the only one that it wouldn't have been a homer and yeah because they have a death valley plus how fenway much of now. a treat would that have been <laughs> oh my god so yeah i mean let's let we can do game one there's some coaching decisions from game one that people were upset about dramatic game yeah tie game and all that but there's a lot to get into and there's so much like playoff prep because we are now going into pre-postseason right spring training 2.0 and i mean when did i say it when did we say like let's win the division so bad that we do a players manage day we did talk about that on here mm. like they haven't done that in forever let's have some better vibes dude this is gonna sound so annoying to people that it sounds annoying to sure but this year this season the yankees have celebrated and been acting the way that i wish they would have the last three years and it's kind of like the tory style they didn't even do a champagne post toast or anything we're getting the wild card because this is a team that needed to clinch the division. Then they celebrated the division accordingly. They got to rest all their players that wanted rest. They got the party and they did Rizzo as manager, Nestor as uh, pitching coach. And it's just fun vibes. Like it's just an easy way to get the fun vibes going. And stuff like that does matter. It, it'll never show up, but um, you know, I, I don't think there's any coincidence that Judge's homer came today. Uh, I, I think that the division pressure and that was done was one last thing. Um, and yeah, man, some little stuff. I mean, Glaber Torres playing the best baseball of his life and looking happy in Glaber. And I always tell you this, and I don't know if you get, people think it's a jakey joke. Who has first with his phone in the celebration? It's Glaber. Went on Instagram Live. Like, the dude loves social media. He probably reads your stuff. So whatever went through his head that he's now having a good time is fun. And, man, we harp on it a lot, and it's something the Yankees don't normally have. What Oswaldo Cabrera is providing right now, besides style points for me, just his general energy. He was my favorite party interview yesterday. Meredith asked him, like, what, what, what are you appreciating about this moment? And he just kind of, like, exhaled. He was like, everything. Like, this is awesome. I'm on the Yankees. We just clinched the division. We're about to party. I'm playing great. He didn't say that, but his soul was saying that. So, yeah, man, there's, this was a really fun series. And now, uh, yeah, like you're saying, spring training tryout vibes with a, with a, a splash of history getting mixed in. We are recording this as the game's still going, and the home plate umpire just like started choking to death and walked away. And everyone was like, "What? <laughs> What's happening?" You're all right, man. It swallowed a seed or something. <laughs> and if you want a chance to see history, or maybe 
John Bino at a game or myself, you should go to SeatGeek. They're the geeks of seats. That means they know what they're doing. Uh, and they are beautiful, man. They make it so easy to use the app. You have to download it. It's the easiest way to find out what seats are available. Green, good, yellow, eh? red. Let's think about it. Uh, but maybe if you're chasing history, some of those bleacher seats, you might want to go for it anyways because that ball could be worth a couple million dollars. I think the price went up tonight. Code YANKS, $20 off your first purchase order at SeatGeek. Go check them out. I used SeatGeek to buy the tickets that I bought. Super easy. I figured it was going to be a mad dash, and the prices were just going to go up and up and up and up and up. So I got there quick. Pretty expensive. Definitely the most I've spent on tickets. Probably ever. Probably ever. Boys trip? History? Come on. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the 300, so it's not like I was like, you know, splurged on legends or anything, but sure. it's still pricey. Joe's um, will probably find a way down there. Yeah. I mean, just walk down there and I'm um, Joe's, though. It's good. But I'm, I, I saw yeah. this might sound annoying. I saw the tweet that said Rizzo was going to be acting manager. And I quote tweeted it and I said, I love it. Let's do it. Make Nestor the pitching coach and Glaber the third base coach. But I didn't see anywhere else that Nestor was going to be pitching coach. I, I was putting out, and I wasn't on Twitter a lot today. I was hanging out with the family and working and stuff. Was that said? It all, I almost felt like my tweet made it reality in my reality. Because then I looked at my phone again, and Nestor was the pitching coach. I was like, oh, shit, he is the pitching coach. I was just kind of tossing that out there. No idea. Um, I'd, I'd have to dig through tweets to see if that was out there at all. Um, I mean, the only process of elimination there would be Cole. I don't really think, think they like the saw my. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, Cole but he's can't pitching. do it because. So that's yeah. where that's where Nestor would be next in line for that. And he's just Nestor. I mean, his some of the clips from him yesterday are so good. Yeah, it felt to me like I manifested it. Maybe it did. Maybe they saw it. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the burns. Hit it. Game one. Yeah. Couple of studs on the bump in the great north in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in the Blue Jays' house. Kevin Cosmo Kramer, the gas man versus the Yanks and you, Luis Severine, know they want to pop bottles and win the East. Glaber Torres sacrifices himself for the team with the sack fly in the first, but then a historic home run. IKFHR number four of the season as the Yanks take a 2-0 lead. Oh, no, it's a Teoscar the grouchy inning. Double play ball doesn't happen, and Teoscar goes off the wall. Two runs will score. We are tied up at two. Sevy was all right. Actually, he was good, but he lost an inning. He got kind of screwed. Four innings, 76 pitches. Gossman, 6.1, two Ernie's. Who knows? Contos were going to extras. The Yankees can't push one across, and Vladito. Welcome to my house. 
Oh wait, this is your mouse. Oh wait, is this my house? Oh, love that song. Blue Jays win three to two and hold off the Yankees party in Toronto. That modest mouse. Uh, th- it was like a party song when we were in college. I can picture you singing it. I think Flo Rida did a popular remix. Oh, uh, this is my... We used to just mock, not mock the song, but we would say like, oh, this is my house. Oh, wait, no, it's your house. Wait, it's really my house. Hey, whose house is this? Yeah. I'm only familiar with the Flo Rida. I don't mock songs, though. So No, no, no. No. Art is art. Relation. Jake. Jake. What? I thought you don't mock song. Don't mock that song. <laughs> I've never have. I Me mean, neither. Usually my it. first line is, I like that song. I put my spin on that song. <laughs> sure did. What's your spin on this game? Oh, showbiz. My spin on this game. Right. Is I thought Sevy was good. You you said he wasn't good. The double was the only I hit said he, he was gave up. And... Sounded like you said he was like iffy, but he was good. No, he was good because the two earned runs shouldn't have been earned runs. That's what I was saying. Yeah. What just uh, happened? I have the headphones in. Yeah. I usually don't. And um, my sister called me, Ooh. and the phone just started ringing full blast in my ears because mm. it like went through the computer. My biggest nightmare is that phones and computers do that. Right. Like my phone never rings because that would be so obnoxious. Right. And then I have the computer ring in my ear. Oh man, that was awful. Um, Sevy was good, and that's a really good sign, and I like that. And then uh, IKF homered, and that means nothing going forward at all. But I like it, and it could mean something. And that, so the story of this game is IKF botches a couple at, at short. Uh, and then the story of this game is that they walked. They did not walk Vladdy at the end. So I don't know which one you want to talk about first, or if one's being a, if the one's being an award and the other isn't. But yeah, those I mean, are the stories. IKF it gets ruled a hit again, and Kaster. If you don't hmm. believe it's it's us, I mean, Kaster went in on it being a hit, um, because it was hit right at IKF. It was like a picture perfect double play ball. Like if you're practicing double play balls in spring training, that's kind of what yeah. you want it to look like. And it, some would argue that it should be. A two-out error. Right. There might be a day in baseball history where uh, the scorer has, is able to make that opinion. And it leads to two runs, uh, which is tough because Seve did look good. Um, and, yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know, Joe's, Joe's McFly said, that's my biggest fear. Picture if that game last night was a playoff game against Houston. Um, and if the Yankees were to lose that. Like, that's... That's the biggest fear. We've talked about it a lot this year. Um, and, yeah, it, uh, it, it led to the two runs and the, the only two runs that the Blue Jays scored in regulation. And then, yeah, um, 
the the bullpen situation because Judge gets intentionally walked uh, to load the bases and then Rizzo grounds out. Um, Why Miza? Don't don't don't. Yeah, how about that? A little foreshadowing. Uh, and then the Yankees, Clark Schmidt comes in, and it is tryout season. Um, while also, I, I do want to say, you know, this game was important to the Yankees to a degree because they want to clinch the division to pop the bottles and fully get in rest mode, which they were going to get to, but you need to do it to do it. You saw the jubilation on their face last night. Um, strikes out George Springer, gets Bichette to fly out, um, and then, yeah, Vlad is up. We had just seen Judge get walked. We have this image of Vlad in our heads, as we should. He's, you know, it's not his best year, but he's one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, that uh, they let Schmidt pitch to him. He leaves a bad hanger, and Clark Schmidt would be the first to admit that right over the middle of the plate, game over. So, yeah, I mean... Like I think you're about to say, they're in test mode to find out what guys have. There's also a pretty good argument, you know, don't let Vlad Guerrero beat you, even though Alejandro Kirk is really good behind him, but he's not Vlad. Yeah, I think that if this is a playoff game, it gets managed differently. And in a lot of the fans who are upset about this mind, it was a playoff game. It was, we got to beat the Blue Jays and we got to clinch the division right away and all that. And, and then in a lot of the Yankees mind, it was, you know, Clark Schmidt is out there. Clark Schmidt was supposed to be our long man. They they sent him down to the minors to build up his arm strength. And and then they wanted to keep him at like 30 to 40 pitches. Guess what? Clark Schmidt is now being tested as a high leverage one inning pitcher. And we haven't really discussed this, but slowly that's what he's been used on. He's been brought into up one tied up two late in the game. And Clark Schmidt isn't that good against lefties. So what's the role Clark Schmidt's being tested for in the postseason? To come in and get righties out in a close game down the stretch. To come in to, versus a playoff team and beat their righties. So you got two real good righties coming up. Let's see what he can do. I understand. I, I would have loved to clinch a division game one. And it's easier to talk the way I'm talking, knowing they clinched game two. But we also said it last episode, be ready for the bullpen to be in test mode. Yeah, I, I think the only counter to it would be what you said, is that if if in a playoff game you would walk Vlad in that situation, like, in theory, testing, pitching Clark Schmidt against Alejandro Kirk while you add another force out there, like, in theory, that is the same as the playoff test. End of the day, you got to pitch. Well, say in the playoffs, it's bases loaded, and he's got to face Vlad. Well, well, that's yes, but... Um, so test out that, facing Vlad. That situation, um, I, I don't know. You, know, you, kinda, you don't, you you don't test intentionally walking. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd intent, like you just said, in a playoff game, they would have intentionally walked Vlad and you pitched to Kirk. Yes, but you're not, you don't go to a practice and say, okay, let's practice intentionally walking. Like you say, okay, the situation in the playoffs might be that bases are loaded and you have to pitch to Vlad. So let's test you pitching to Vlad. Yeah, but again, that's not the real situation. So I, I, I very much see everything you're saying, and I, I think that's why the other side has the same discussion. Like, either way, you can't throw a first-pitch hanger to whoever's up there, so that's part of the problem. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, like, it's easier to say now knowing what happens the next night. Um, 
But yeah, Clark, end of the day and end of sentence discussion. You can't throw that pitch to pretty much any hitter. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Clark's role is going to be because he pitched in game three and looked good. I think they've now pitched him every uh, every really. other day uh, since last Thursday. So they are testing him out as a tried and true every other day bullpen arm. Yeah, and the, I mean, today is no runs, but one inning he gets two on, a hit and a walk. So the whip's not great, and that's pretty scary. So, And I think lefties hit really good against Clark, so he would be a righty lane guy. I don't know who he faced today. So, yeah, they're... It's a very interesting crunch between Clark, Chapman, Britain. I'll still say, even though today changed changes my mind a good amount on that. Maybe we get to that later, but uh, Clark, spots to be won. Definitely, F Ross pitching this game and, and look good, and and then the IKF stuff. I don't know if we're talking about that later, but um. He he will botch those in the postseason, and and hopefully he makes up for it in other ways, and that's where I'm at with it. Meanwhile, Peraza hitting three sixty. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's go to game two. Game two. The Yankees hoped there'd be some Jameson, Budweiser, and Bubbly on the menu as Tyone would try to clinch for New York, or would Jose have the Twigs and Berrios to hold them off again? Bottom one, a Husky homer by Yukon's George Springer. It's one nothing Jays, but how's your right side of the infield? Rizzo and Glaber with RBI singles. It's 2-1 Yanks. Glaber! RBI single again, sure. This Hicks, this Hicks. Unstoppable ribby double. And then Glaby, 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 his third RBI single of the game. It is 5-1 Yanks. Ooh, only murders in the building because, oh, Bo. Bo Bichette comes off the bag, tagged out by IKF. And Vlad must have not heard the fire alarm because he forgets to run at his own house. What a start by JMO. 7.12 earn run, 6 Ks, and 1.24 Lou. Yankees win 5 to 2, and with their 95th win of the season, the Yankees are the AL East champs. Hey, baby! Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. You and K coming at Vladdy, huh? Oh, yeah. I, I messaged Kay last night. What'd you say? I said, great, great end of the game call. And, <laughs> and I used the Jimmy O'Brien defense. Sports What's are that? fun, man. So if you can't understand the fun aspect of Vlad hitting a walk-off the night before and saying, this is my house, to the next night losing the division and... If you can't take one broadcaster joke at the end of a broadcast, then sports aren't for you. So that's a, I'd expect the Blue Jays to send it right back if the Yankees had, and their home field, walked it off the night before, said, this is our house, and then lost the division the next night. 
I would expect the same thing and would want the same thing in sports from the Blue Jays broadcaster. He didn't say this is our house. My. I wouldn't have my house. I don't know, dog. Got teammates and shit. Ooh, going there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I cringed. Like, sports are fun, and this is our house. I, who cares? That's like a nothing thing to say, and everyone should say that, and it's fun. But this is my house. is fucking weird on a team game. Okay. I, I, it is. I, that was my first reaction. I was like, my house? What? That's like a boxer. Or, yeah, I feel it's a little NBA, which I, I think a, a star player would say that in the NBA, and I, I wouldn't second pass at it. I guess that's why I, I didn't really with Vladdy, but yeah. Whatever. The Jays, obviously, everyone knows that I, they're like, ugh, to me. And because, dude, they, they have so much talent. They're like the JV player. Who's like, I'm taking your spot this year to the to the varsity player. And the varsity player's like, all right. And then the JV player, like all the talent in the world, like like Brett Gardner. When Brett Gardner used to say to Clint, Fra- Clint Frazier, I wish you would take my shot. I wish like that's what the rumor was. That's what the story was. Gardner would go up to Clint Frazier and say, Why am I playing ahead of you? How have you not taken my spot yet? That's how I feel like to the Jays. Like you guys are so sloppy. Buck Martinez on the um on the call was ripping it. Like this team is so undisciplined. <laughs> like Jesus, they're so sloppy. It's what they need. Uh, they, they got their manager fired mid season and their quotes go look them up or like, yeah, I think we need a change of manager. Like very, you know, any other coach gets fired during a season. You see a lot of players fall on the sword and say like, yeah, we didn't perform. We play the game. Uh, they didn't really do that. And yeah, man, some of the stuff they did was super sloppy. I mean, that pop-up that drops, um, you know, Bichette was left on a total island. The ball Bichette throws away is one of the more lackadaisical throws you'll ever f- see from a shortstop trying to play with your season on the line, as a lot of Blue Jays fans were telling us. They, yeah, I mean, you know, I think two weeks of Joe Girardi or prime Joe Girardi would do that team fantastic. Um, but... For now, they'll be the Blue Jays, and they want to get judged on October, so they will. But they might not like how they get judged. Tyone, good. Trevino, good. But really, those, I mean, Tyone, Tyone, good. I'm not trying to take this away from him at all. But the Blue Jays running into those outs, like, it was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a big, that would have been a Blue Jays rally. It's the middle of their lineup. It's Bichette. It's Guerrero. Um so, yeah, he, he gets helped out there um, after being in cruise control. I think it was 17 out of 18, and, and then that inning happened, and he, he gets a little bailed out there. So, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, Blue Jays DVD from this season. I, those are either the start of it or the end of it. I don't know. Yeah, and, and the only thing, I, I'll knock the Blue Jays' talent. I think they're an incredibly talented team. Yeah. They just... Have to kind of harness it. Yeah, I mean... Yanks, Yanks take the division. Barrios on the other side has had a, a down year for him. 5370 RA. He Yankees get him for five. Uh, Tyone. Gritty 7.1. Very Tyone. He's been uh, solid his last 10 or so. And that, you know, maybe the even bigger highlight is Lou Trevino. Um, 
just being a bad dude. Um, he, uh, Lou Trevino stuck. Yeah. The bullpen's scary, but not, it's like not scary, but scary at the same time. There's some options. You'd like to see someone become a little more alpha option. Yes, yes. Someone's going to. Like, eight like, innings. The eighth inning is kind of fun. Like, I could be talked into Lou or Efros if they keep going. That ninth inning, basically any name you say. Uh, I don't know if we'll be at grips with it until October actually happens. Yeah, because someone, like, you could tell me right now there's five guys, like, they're the most trusted and come to CS, like, after the DS. It's clear in our heads he gets the ninth. Right. I just don't know who it's going to be if anyone is going to grab it, but you need someone to move deeper and deeper in the position to grab that, be it Trevino, Efros, Luizaga, Holmes again. You know, not even there for me, but you need someone that's like, I'll take the ninth, you guys fuck around before me. And you know what? I think that Yankee strategy that uh, I, don't, I don't think both of us are a fan of, I, I think you a little more than me not being a fan of it, but like we saw with Trevino, he comes in, he gets the two ball quickly, and they put him back out there for the ninth. I think you might see some confident eighth-inning performances in the postseason turn into, well, here you go for the ninth, but the other guy's going to be warm behind you if you don't have it. Roll it. I don't know if they'll do that. We'll see. There's certain guys they don't do it with. There's certain guys they will do it with, you All know? Right. Uh, do we want to talk celebration at all? Or are we saving that for awards or Higgy had it's a always... really, Higgy had a great game. Yes, he did. I like the catchers. Celebrations are fun. I mean, that's as I don't know how to say it any differently. Um someone tweeted that uh Oswaldo Cabrera's interview, he was the um what's his name from Ted Lasso, Danny. <laughs> Yeah. What's the uh, soccer is life or football is life? Football is life. Danny, Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. And that really, they were like, that was a Danny Rojas interview. A little bit. I mean. And I did. It's endearing. He's just like so happy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that, uh, that kid is special. Gen- genuinely not doing this in a Jakey toot my own horn. Uh, you know, ordered. Ordered the Oswaldo necklace, came in the mail yesterday. I said, perfect, well-dressed Wednesday. I befriended him on Instagram. I thought I already followed. Um, he followed back, and I was like, yeah, it's cool. Because, um, all right. And then I was like, oh, snap. I'm about to post a picture of myself wearing his necklace after just following him. Is he going to think this is bizarre? And he loved it. He commented on it. He's having a blast. So I, I think he's just, everything we've heard from Joe's and everything you see on and off the field, he is happy to be here, as they say in warehouse terms. Well, I'm going to go follow him. Hell yeah. Well, I never even use Instagram. Well, actually, I'm a big Instagram You're kind of a grammar. Some Baby James content. You use it. Dead bugs. I will say, I post. I, I, I do not consume. Sure. So maybe that makes me rude. Maybe that's how you like to use it. Yeah, it's kind of how I use Twitter these days, too. Okay. But did you like anything from the celebration? I mean, 
there's some awkward moments for me where I'm like, like kind of like putting on my like uh Columbo hat and like looking at Hicks and like, Are you happy? I mean, the, the biggest question mark would be Stanton because he, you know, is looking bad again and he's, I think, of lowest vibes into the celebration would probably kind of be him. Uh, the story that got talked about a lot was the bullpen FaceTiming Mike King in and telling them how, how important he was and wishing he was there. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's, you know, I think, I think what you were trying to say too before about how it's always cool you know, a lot of it's standard operating procedure. You're going to have the one topless guy, Timmy Locastro. Uh, you're going to have the guys that are so crazy motivated to pour beer on everyone, uh, Nestor and a couple other guys. Uh, and, yeah, it, it's it's standard, but at the same time, you could watch it every day of the year because it, it's, it's genuine jubilation. I was sitting on my – I'm at my – beach house right now with my wife's family and everyone kind of went to sleep or like my nieces were watching i didn't have cable so i was sitting on a single bed in the bedroom katie was sleeping in the other one dogs were sleeping in the room it's dark i have my airpods in i have my laptop out i'm watching watchyes.com watching the celebration so i'm like a good three minutes behind twitter but i'm like i don't want to spoil it for myself and i'm like i do I want to turn it off? It was jacking them in the booth. Like, it's pretty late. I'm tired. And I was like, ah, I kind of don't want to miss anything from the celebration. I like watching this. Feels earned as a yeah. viewer. <laughs> and uh, Cole, I, I think I only posted one thing. I knew I was late to it, but I mashed up those three Cole interactions. Which, uh, man, I know we'll get to him since he pitched in game three and there's conversations to be had. But dugout and clubhouse call. I said it halfway through the year. I switched. I'm in on it. Cracks me up. I, uh, not to tease the next burn, but I got a line I'm pretty happy about. Well, let's get right to it then. Mm-hmm. The pitching matchup sounds like the analysis of Garrett's dance moves from last night in Yankee celebration. Cole versus White. In a game that doesn't really matter, how's your left side of the infield? Water in the kid, bringer of rain and Peraza with RBI singles. What managing by Anthony Rizzo. A little Marwin sack fly. It's 3-0 Yanks. It stayed that way as Cole. Perfect into the sixth. But oh boy, little Cole blow up. We are tied at threes. But then, <laughs> it happens. Big Aaron Judge with history. K on the call kills it. 61. Maris and Mom, the Eminem girls, having a good time. 5-3 to three after the Judge. Two-run homer. 61 is in the book, and the pressure is off the big fellas' back. How about a Harry Bader? Can you say that on yes? RBI single. <laughs> fielding error by Jackie Bradley Jr. after it. And then Bader torments the Jays again as my guy Adam Simber throws it to no one in particular. Yankees win 8-3. Cole, 6.13 Ernie's to Britain, to Efros, to Schmidt, to Chapman. Yankees win 8-3 final, and they take the series in Toronto 2-3. Two to Your audio was... 
going in and out at the start? What was the call line? I didn't get it. Uh, the call line was the analysis of Garrett's dance moves from last night's Yankee celebration. Cole versus White. Because those were some tough dance moves, Garrett. Yeah, I see that and I go, yup. It's our buddy Rob. I, I, I told you via Twitter, even the weird head roll he did, I've only seen one person do that combination of moves and it's a guy... I lived with with a couple years. Just bopping. When you said that, I did look, and I was like, that is how Rob danced. And it's the only person I've seen move like that. It's very, like, meat-heady, but locked in. Oh, it's special. It's good. Judge hits his home run. Yes. The Yankees beat the Blue Jays playing their hangover young guys lineup. Tilo continues to hit, which... Continues to just like put salt on the wound that they refuse to give him at bats all season. When his swing doesn't look awful, his the, numbers are the same as IKF's. His numbers are pretty bad. Um, well, when he gets regular run, right? I mean, but just for those listening, I mean, his numbers are bad. His swing looks nice. I I agree with you, but well, when he was a starter. His career numbers are similar to IKS. Yeah, when he played like 91 games, 33 out of the 60, his numbers were 84 OPS plus, 133 OPS plus, 76 OPS plus. That was 18 games. Like those two years when he got regular run. I think there's there's stretches when he gets regular starts that his numbers are good. I think our Tom Prizman BBD, we were talking about as we watched the game, like he's a guy it, you'd almost love to see him run it every day for a bad team and, you know, see him rack 50 steals. And yeah, his, his numbers would probably be a little below league average, but with his speed and defense, he could probably be a, an average player, something like that. Yeah. Didn't he do that already? Don't we know what that is? Uh, his 2020, the COVID year, is is really good. It's kind of the outlier. I mean, in his career, he's a zero war and stuff like that. You, yes. Yeah. I understand. You can't do that because, I mean, his career has never been full-time besides the two years when he has good numbers. Yeah. I mean, 20, 2019 is is probably what, Tim Locastro could be. Yeah, so I think 2019 is what you and Tom were talking about. Like, that's the guy who got everyday run. Yeah. 859 OPS on a bad team. No, uh, 2019, he was a 697 OPS. 859 OPS. Uh, that's 2020. Yeah, but that that's 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 the IKF stuff I was saying. Right. Like he's been that. Right. Anyway. But I, I think teams think they can take more advantage of an outfield spot and not shortstop. Definitely. Yeah. I just feel bad when he has swings like today. Oh, yeah. It, if he was on another team, he would have played a lot more, but the Yankees have him. He'd be a major leaguer on 10 other teams. In their analytic department, they said, let's go get the best base dealer, and they got the guy that had one of the best base dealing streaks ever. He's a lock for the postseason, so I guess that's cool, but I don't even know. Yeah. If you're him, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot of weird nights for T-Lo. 
Um, Peraza gets hit his first RBI. Coach Rizzo puts him in the four hole. Yeah. Says, let's go get this kid a ribby. Anything else? I think there's bullpen stuff to discuss. There's Cole stuff to discuss. I don't know how many awards we're giving out, what we're getting. If you want to grab one of those topics now. Yeah, just uh, of note, Oswaldo played second base and he made a nice double play. And that's, you know, funny enough, we've seen him everywhere. That's supposed to be his best position, I think. Um, so, uh, otherwise, I mean, it's, you know, a home run that Yankee fans will remember forever. Line drive. And the, he had a bunch they fouled right off. The shots of uh, him and his mom looking at each other. They just posted a picture of him hugging his mom. I don't know if he was looking at his mom when he rounded second. But if that is who he was looking at right away and pointing at, that pulls on my heartstrings a bunch. And just the reaction of the whole bench, how happy they are for him. It's a personal success, you know. And uh, it's just cool. It's really cool. I don't I don't I, I was trying to like say it. I just kept muttering to myself in my living room around everyone else. Just this is really cool. This is really cool. Show more replays of people reacting. I really like this. Yeah, the, on, the only replay that I didn't get, and maybe I missed it, was I wanted to see Hicks on the bases because um, it felt like that would be a good one. But, yeah, I didn't see that either. I wonder if uh, the Blue Jays showed it. I don't know why they would, but. Really cool. Yeah. Kind of weird, his mom and Roger Maris's son. Like, because I was explaining to Katie's family, I was like, yeah, well, her son did it and his dad did it. Mm. And that's why they're together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get it, but it is a little odd. I've got one for you that we were racking our brain about. Does Maris stay for the... For 62, or is he done? I don't know what else is going on in his life, so. Right? I mean, 61 for him, I think there's a pretty solid argument that that should be the end of the line. Otherwise, it's almost wooga, wooga, wooga time. Um, Or, I mean, if he just wants to say and watch 62, like, there's also kind of no qualms with that, so I don't know. Why? Is he there? Does he hate the Yankees? Like Maris kind of hated Yankee fans. I think it's just... Like if your dad hated Yankee fans. I think it's Judge. I think the Yankees in theory... Like Maris would be... Maris was at games for McGuire. Like it's technically not a Yankee thing. Like he's he's representing what... His father's record stands for and someone approaching that. Which, again, there's some little societal stuff that's a little weird in there, but I think at the end of the day, it was kind of cool that he was there and congratulated Judge's mom and stuff. So, I don't know. People do weird stuff around sports. Oh, I like it. I hope that he's like a real fan. He follows the team and shit. I just think it's like his dad has some quotes later on in life, like, fuck those guys. Right. But yeah, I'm in my head he was ninety nine percent at McGuire and, and that Yeah, he was. The whole yeah. family was there. McGuire like ran over and hugged them and gave him the bat afterwards or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Anything else about this this game, or you want to just go to awards? I think we get into it, right? I think so. And if you're getting into it <coughs> with maybe your loved ones, maybe you're, you know, at the Jersey Shore, your wife's whole family is there, your dogs are in the room, and you're like, I really want to enjoy this. You crack open one of your Roman disposable swipes, discreet pocket-sized pack, wipe on the most sensitive parts of you-know-what, your wiener. And then, Mm. (laughs) four times, it's proven in a 2019 study to increase time to O by 4X. That's pretty good. So if this is something you're dealing with, why don't you, or a loved one, why don't you get in touch with Roman, get roman.com slash yanks, and they'll give you 20% off your order. How about that? Last longer and have a little more in your bank account than you would normally. That's getroman.com slash yanks for 20% off. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. I think you have it. Man, I get to go first. Where do you think you're going to go? Hmm. I don't know because did I did I give Jadget last time? Because if I did, I'll leave it open for you. Don't worry about that, man. Give it to Aaron Judge. Give him the Roman hot wood. Give him everything. Oh, Judge didn't get pride last series. Yeah. I'll give it to Judge. Yes! Well done. You forgot they had a home run versus the Red Sox. It's his bad. That is his fault. Really good eye this series, though. I know that it was probably frustrating him having to just take so many balls and get such limited chances. But I mean, really good on him for staying true to that. I, I think a lot of other guys would say, let me just expand the zone and get this over with and try to put one that's out of the zone, you know, or foul some off to get more pitches. And it's some good willpower to be like, Nope, I will take these walks. I mean, how many times did they walk them? Seven times says the stat sheet. Five Nuts. straight at one point. Nuts. Gets the outfield assist on the IKF play. Yep. Holding the tag. Yes, sir. <laughs> Still had some hits. Yeah, I he think... He is the pride of the Yankees. The, the only time... Um, the eighth inning where the game was kind of done, it was 5-2. to two, um, Against Moxie King, your boy David Phelps. Um, it looked like he left the zone once, and the fact that I can remember that in a series where he got walked seven times and he's chasing the home run record, it's it's nuts. I, I mean, the guy is so dialed in. Um, I'm glad it, it has to be over. I my coy little line I kept saying was he I think he was trying to do he was trying to do stuff to prove how chill he was. He was talking to the fans a little more. He had a couple silly moments that I think was kind of him reminding himself, like, hey, I'm good. Like, this is chill. We're playing baseball. Um, And then coming out after the celebration where there was a lot of debate, would he play today, to DH, get that at bat, get it out of the way, uh, that's huge. I mean, he 
he's going to be able to get tuned up fully for the postseason. And what a year, man. Unreal. 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 Do you love how much, how helpful it is that Bond, Sosa, Maguire were all NL players? It made it a lot easier for baseball, didn't it? A lot easier. Because everyone is just saying, you broke the AL record. Instead of having to be like, you broke the record of Hall of Fame eligible players in a dead ball season with no steroids. Jimmy, I I did uh I hopped on with the We Got Ice Boys. They've they've got their own show. They posted on their YouTube channel. Go check it out. And uh, you know, we're talking pool host and judge a little bit. And uh I compared it. Uh, I like comparisons. I'm a basic cat. To the Astros video. You know, the athletic, they broke the news. Like they they did all the research, they broke it. You put put together the video. That showed, and anyone that could watch it was like, damn, <laughs> Astros were cheating. Everyone talks about the steroid guys, and you say, yeah, you know, McGuire, so, Sosa Bonds, and, you know, they got these numbers, and it's whatever. When you look at the single-season home run list, I, I ask you, if you're at home or your office or wherever you are, go to Baseball Reference and Google most home runs in a season. When you see the only names above Roger Maris are Sosa, Bonds, and McGuire. It gut punches you, man. If you're a true baseball person, to see that and then understand the double-edged sword of it. What Judge just did would be the biggest thing to happen in sports since, I don't know. Um, And I still think it's a massive thing, but the fact it's not the 73 of Bonds... uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just you view it differently, and it is what it is, and baseball put us in that spot. The commissioner of baseball, when Bonds was breaking the record, I believe did not stand up and clap, or it was a big story whether he would stand up and clap or not, because that's how tainted it was at the time of it happening. Right. wild part of the Yankees don't judge it's a good one I think he gets the Roman hot wood too just because if you guys remember last episode probably a, a top month in baseball history <laughs> so uh good for him and probably his biggest achievement of the day um, entered tonight 423 566 872 slug mm. uh for the month and and I think went up a little Almost three more for the month entering tonight. I'm reading this tweet from at big baby David underscore that says just heard they pop Tatis for steroids just to prove they still test and keep judge clean per sources. Where'd you see that again? Send that www.twitter.com backslash big baby David underscore backslash two one three six eight four a q oh boy lowercase i capital w h nine p d v u eight w p y d. I'm sweating. Yeah, it's an accusation. 
Do you have a pride? All right, my pride of the Yankees uh, is going to be Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres in the, the clinching game has three one RBI singles. Um, you know, another reason Judge wasn't getting pitched to for a little while there was the the guys behind him weren't making him pay too too bad. Even in the the extra inning game the night before. Glaber Torres, uh, I've said it the last few episodes, and I will continue to say it. Uh, to me, it feels like he's playing the best baseball of his career. Uh, it, to me, it's still a little funny. He takes one of the coaching roles when he's, um, you know, 25 years old, and there's you know a couple other veterans he could have could have snuck in there. But hey, good good for you, kid. Uh, like Dude, I checked, I tweeted, my tweet is the first mention of Nestor and Glaber being pitching coach and coach on Twitter. So either I guessed incredibly or I manifested that. Little column A, little column B. Um, Glaber stats on the season look good. I mean, 24 homers, 257, a 764 OPS um, from where they were getting a little while ago. And uh, yeah, man, like a, a four war season. <laughs> like, it, you know, I know we entered a funky point in one of the worst slumps we've seen on the team or around baseball this year. But my God, since he's figured it out, um, you know, you could go the last 19 games and he's one dot in a 355 batting average, driving the ball the other way. Uh, it is delightful to watch. You think his numbers on the year can still be good by the end of the season? I don't know. Maybe th- OPS plus, but they, the slash line I don't think is ever going to be good. They kind of are, Jim. I mean, it's a it's a weird baseball year where numbers are down a little bit. So, you know that that seven sixty four, you know, is a one fifteen OPS plus, which is around his career average. I, you know, if he finishes the next seven games strong, or even if he doesn't, I mean. You know, 25 home or 75 RBI is nothing to sneeze at. Like, uh, I'm not sneezing at that. It's it's a nice year. It could have been a lot better. Like, the guy had a really good argument for the All-Star team, and he's swinging amazing right now. He just had a massive slump that um, you do have to factor in. I'm not factoring it out. But, you know, 115 OPS plus from your second baseman, that's it's not a bad year. Okay. I agree. I forget it's a down year. It's hard. It's hard when you have to move slash lines in your brain around. He's tricky. Usually those are steady slides over many years. And I feel like a lot of recent years it's been, this is an offense year, this is a not offense year. And you think Tatis didn't take steroids? I think they only tested him. Keep Mm. judging. Um... (laughs) The judge, 61st homer, notably a fan, just missed it. There's articles coming out about that fan. His name is Frankie Lasagna, and he owns an Italian restaurant, and it it's it's incredible. Real article. His name can't be Frankie Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know if that's by birth. He's only called Frankie Lasagna. Babes, I can let some of those tweets go, but I got to tell you, Frankie Lasagna doesn't exist. Last name Lasagna. A lot of people asking. That's his real name. There's the no way. Saying, yeah, and he owns an Italian restaurant. I mean, yeah, it's a good nickname. 
that can't be his name, you know, just Frankie Lasagna. No. No, no. I mean, this article, they're just calling him Frankie Lasagna. I think we're getting got. Oh, they keep they keep calling him that. They're never like saying his real name. I won't <laughs> I won't call him Frankie Lasagna. I just need answers. Yeah, because it's not Frankie Lasagna. You got a uh, tough you part. You Yankee motherfucker. I mean, I'm at his pizza restaurant, and it starts off with, my name is Frankie Lasagna. That's right, Frankie Lasagna. With the help of my parents, I opened Terraza November 2008, and <laughs> it's been going well ever since. I mean, his what's your dad was also in the restaurant. Well, you don't give you, you don't give last. I was going to say, so maybe that's why he named him that. But what's your thing? Predetermined destination or whatever. I mean, if it is his real name, he had to open an Italian restaurant. <laughs> Nominative determinism. Mm. Um, his dad changed his last name to Lasagna when he was open up his business. So that kid received the he, name Frankie Lasagna. He didn't select. He didn't personally select that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I can't. I can't blot and believe it. You give your mf'er? No. Okay. In nineteen eighty-eight, my father opened his restaurant. Oh, Jimmy. Lips. A fast food restaurant that catered that to local high school That started early. It's, a, it's an early day tomorrow. He became well-known for serving fat lips. That's, I had to get to that. Yeah. That's awesome. My MF is probably you. Darvish? Are you being, are you being real? You Darvish. Are See you what being he did recently? He's on the Padres. He's been pitching well. Um, I'm going to go Donaldson. Okay. For the same reason you went Glaber. Mm. Needed you to stay hot, JD. Didn't, like, when they keep saying on the post game, when they kept saying on the post game, like, and I was reading, like, you know, Reddit threads and Twitter stuff of things that they, the Yankees need to check off in the next eight games. One was like getting Donaldson and, and Stan, getting Stan and Donaldson going out. My heart was like, what? We just got Donaldson going. Yeah. Why do we got to do that again? And then I like looked at the stats and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. We got to get Donaldson going again. Took us a while the first time. <laughs> yeah. Took like five months. One of those. Uh, first time it finally felt real. Like a pig roast. You had to start the yeah. goals like yeah. 14 that hours. That was later. like, uh, you know, an overnight cooking class. So it's just a bummer that his name's back on this list. And, you know, and I'm so happy Glaber isn't. Some other people aren't. Like, as Waldo Cabrera got hot, stayed hot. You know, if you get hot, stay hot. Now, I'm not that worried about Donaldson because I do think, like, even finding it for that little bit close to the postseason should help. But it would have been much nice if he didn't, much nicer if he didn't have a 143 OPS 
or on base percentage this series. He also kind of showing IKF's arm up a little too much. Like when IKF can't make plays, JD, we can't have you throwing lasers mm-hmm. to the pitcher's chest right afterwards. Just you cannot be rubbing it in so much that IKF gets a ball deep in the hole, has to one hop it, and it's got nothing on it. And then the next play, you're throwing a laser across the diamond right in his face. Like, let's have a little heart and poise for IKF, who's doing his best and trying his hardest out there to play. He's cutting off balls that you normally see the shortstop call off the third baseman. There's a, a little slight comedy there. No, it's um, it it's really brutal because Daddy Donaldson, the number since he became a dad, you know, pretty solid. Um, yeah, man, it he is almost a glove only guy going into the postseason. Um. Which is just, like, wild, and how did we get here almost? Like, how how could that be the story for Josh Donaldson this year? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I love the defense at third. There's routine plays that he makes look super easy. There's medium plays he makes look routine, and he makes some of the nice ones. Um, that I, I've enjoyed him at third. The, uh, the at-bats, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. You... You still, you know who this guy is uh, career-wise, and you hope something clicks in the October. But going into a series, you you pen, you pen in the defense. That'll be there. And you, you don't know if you'll get offense. Well, will they move him out of the five or whatever he's in or the four or the three or whatever he's been hitting in? It'd be interesting. It probably depends what's, uh, what's going on with the rest of the, the band. Yeah. I, ideally, Stanton does anything, and that's an easy choice. But Well, I'll do, I'll piggyback into that with Stanton as my MFR. Um, 0 for 9 with 7Ks. Uh, like you just said, you know, almost retweet. Feels like we've done this conversation for a few weeks now, just hoping and waiting for the one. Stan looks, looks lost. Um, you know, I, I won't throw this out there casually because I have no idea, but usually when a hitter's this lost, there's some injury stuff. Remember, there's, you know, this guy got pulled from a game a little while back, and then there was other injuries around it, and we got to the point he could start pinch hitting and playing. I got to assume he's banged up because that doesn't look like Giancarlo Stanton. Um, and like we said with everything else, we got about one week to find out. Um, and who knows what... It, it, DJ is supposed to come back, and he's got to get some at-bats. If he looks anything like DJ LeMayhew, um, or if he looks like the the last DJ we, we saw, then there's not really a decision to be made. But I don't know. You, you got to circle it, and you got to see something before we head into October. Yeah, you do, but you're not going to do anything about it. So Unless he's hurt. October. What? Unless he's hurt. Unless he's hurt, but if he's healthy, which he is, you know, he's one of the players there's no actionable items in the next eight games besides injury. He could go O for the next 50, and he's DH in game one in the postseason. 
You don't think I'll I'll go nutty because I don't believe this either. But if DJ came back and looked like good DJ LeMahieu, you don't think he could make a push for the DH spot? Yeah. Um. Then stands what not on the roster? Pinch hitter. Oh. Okay. I also, I mean, the quotes around DJ are, uh, we will see when he starts playing, but I've never heard more pessimistic quotes going into a guy's return. It's basically like in summation, their quotes are, this isn't going to get better unless until surgery, but if it's not going to get worse, fuck it. We got to at least prove that you can't play on it before not stopping you from playing on it. So let's activate you, see how bad it is, and if it's just as bad as we think it is, since it admittingly hasn't gotten better, then we'll sit you down. Like, I think the odds of DJ coming back and playing, based on the way they're talking about it, are very, very slim. I think we're going to find out, and I think we'll know pretty quickly. Um, yeah, that's not optimistic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well... Might as well just see what we got. And DJ's like, pain's the same. <laughs> and and DJ said, I can't get my swing off with the pain. And we saw how bad he was with it. So I, I just not, exp- I'd be amazing. Right. But my hopes are at zero. So I don't think he's taking it. But yeah, Stan's going to DH, I think. You know, it's not actionable. He's going to play. It has to look better. It has to look better. Matt Matt Carpenter. (laughs) Like, I I don't know. If it looks like this, then the crazy options become available. And I don't want to get there. But 0 for 9 with 7Ks and just outmatched. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, but they're not going to. He's not going to not make the postseason. They would have to fake an injury. Or there's a real injury, which there was. Or there's a real, yeah, or there's a real. He have to go on the IL. He's not going to make the roster and not be the starting DH. Okay. I think there's still a world where he's not. That would be wild. But, I mean, that would mean Carpenter has to come back and look amazing in three games against the Texas Rangers. And he's only going to play in two of them because it's a doubleheader. So in two games against the Texas Rangers and live ABs in between. I never thought Matt Carpenter would look good at all this season. <laughs> yep. Um, while we're doing injury stuff, Ben Intendi <clears throat> is not going to be back for the regular season. Therefore, I think safe to not include him on divisional roster. So, he would be a CS guy. Let it be a pleasant surprise if it's earlier than that, but not penciling. Well, Ben Intendi said, I will not be back for the regular season. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, for the DS. I'll let it be a pleasant surprise if that somehow happens. But If he is there for the DS... It's a tough call 
because he's you still can't start him over Oswaldo off of no time back. So he'd have to be a role player, and that doesn't really serve you that well because you'd rather him be going and getting everyday live ABs and reps. So if they make the CS, he's available for that. And it might even pivot on Hicks a little bit. I, I and mean, Hicks is looking good, yeah. Hicks has been playing a good brand of baseball that if if it's a one-handed Benintendi or, you know, a solid Hicks run and Oswaldo's looked great, then it's like, hey, <laughs> maybe we'll see in the CS, but... And this I, goes to my first award, which is the Take Your Time, Benny. Which is brought award. to you by Draft Kings. Take your time. And head to DraftKings before this Sunday because the NFL, where they are the official NFL sports betting partner, you can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, check out their same game parlays. They make it really easy to do. I was actually explaining to Lorenzo today. He was a curious boy how it all works. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JOHNBOY, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Take your time, Benny. Award goes to? Is it going to Benny? No, not going to Benny. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks, man. People are still hating on Hicks, hating on Hicks, hating on Hicks. And maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. Who knows? He's 11 for his last 25, 440 batting average with a 481 on base percentage since getting benched. Laser throw to get the stumbling, bumbling Vladdy out at second, who had the earliest dive I've ever seen a player have. <laughs> <laughs> just just hoping you get somewhere. Uh Hicks has looked good lately. I think he's on the roster. I think he's gonna be the fourth outfielder break to to go in there. I think it's Waldo, uh Bader, Judge. I think Hicks is there on the bench. Take your time, Benny. Like I'm saying. Take some reps for the... I got the DS. Don't even worry about it. You know, the the single today in front of Judge to to get in at bat where Judge can tie the record. That's pretty cool. The throw, like you mentioned, I had, um, I had some Yankees Twitter get mad at me because, and partially rightfully so, I, I tweeted out because Bader, you know, had made a couple nice plays and Judge threw out... Uh, you know, had that throw from right field, and he's Aaron Judge. He tracked down a really nice ball. I tweeted out, I was like, man, I'd love to see the Benny Bader Judge outfield. You know, one of one of the best left fielders in the most recent years, arguably the best center fielder, and one of the best right fielders, Judge and Mookie Betts, probably. Like, I'd love to see that. And the young Yankees Twitter came at me about Oswaldo, and I was like, oh, shoot. I mean, I like Oswaldo. He's aggressive. He's just... He's, very inexperienced at left field, which we've talked about Gardner and Benintendi and some of the easy things they do. Um, he's got a great, he's got a great arm too. But Hicks, they showed the Hicks throwing numbers this year. His arm has been right around Judge, 
Um, and yeah, man, there's a little bit of a heartstring factor. You hit it on his first hot streak of the year. Um, you know, Hicks has been around the team since 2016 now. And go look around sports. Not a lot of guys do that. Um, and hopefully that interview we can look back and laugh at. Because, uh, you know, Yankee fans didn't love that one. But he's been backing it up since he's been playing. So, yeah, he can he can make one decision a lot easier, like you're saying. <laughs> Yes. What was that? My microphone fell. It's my microphone's in this mug. Ah, mugraphone. And it fell. And it fell. Yeah, Hicks's look good. Um, limited time, but good, good, good pitching. Like decent enough. Like he got some hits off some good pitching. He's played his part. He looked good in the outfield. I don't want him starting in the postseason, but there's the bench isn't that good. He's a switch hitter who can play defense and get a walk. So, I think he's there. I kept having a lot of people in my replies say that the Yankees should take 14 batters and only 12 pitchers. And I was like, why do they need more bad guys on the bench? Like, the best game is you don't replace any of the starting nine. Besides Tilo to pinch run. Yeah, I mean, you know, the catchers and a pinch hit are there, but yeah. You need guys for if an injury happens. Marwin can play short. Yeah, I have Marwin on, so they wanted to add, like, more people on. Yankees shouldn't be using their bench in the postseason, basically. It's not really, unless they get Carpenter back and then it's Carpenter, Tilo. And if they were going to put a, a defensive replacement short, but they're not, those would be the three positions I'd want the bench, but they're not going to do that. Right. You want to, we'll see what comes up in this, in this next week between, yeah, DJ, Carpenter, Stanton. Um, and yeah, you just want your best arms available and you don't want them to get burned out. So I know. I know you've been playing the game pretty much every day of of guessing that roster, and uh, it'll be interesting to see the matchup too when we find that out. If if one of the teams is better <laughs> with something versus something else, I'm uh. They're both lefty heavy. The the it's been the Seattle and Cleveland. Yep, definitely Cleveland. They're a lock as a potential. Will, yeah, and then it looks like they're gonna be playing Seattle unless that changed recently. The Rays just lost, so I don't know. I think it was still Seattle by at least a game and a half when I looked this morning. So Right now, Tampa yeah. is up a game on Seattle. Tied in the loss column. Well, Seattle and the Guardians both have lefty, a lot of lefties in their starting nine. So that affects the relievers, I guess, a little bit. The, then the Yankees are at... Well, let's move on with the wars. I like it, Jim. Um... My award is the microwave. 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 Like when you don't want something too hot, but like just get a little hotter. Harrison Bader. Jim, you talked about how 
Danton and Donaldson, it feels like we had the conversation a couple times, and it was like, you know, let's not slow cook it. Let's get it hot in a hurry. That's when you use the microwave. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, uh, if you remember, he had his back situation, and, you know, he was out of the lineup, and then he came back, and he was, he had a tough stretch. He had a one for 19 um, in the middle of August. That was like, oh boy, like, you know, when we looked at that Yankee lineup a couple of those games and you're like, wait, we've got nothing besides Judge right now? Luckily, Anthony Rizzo, whether you want to cut it up in the month of September and go eight games with a 273, 368, 884 OPS and how important he is behind Judge, or you can even extrapolate a little further um, that you can go the last 21 games. He's been 276, 375, and 888 OPS. So, uh, he, uh, you know, during those sad times in August when we were, you know, hoping, boys, get hot. We need the good guys. We need the Stantons. We need the Donaldsons. We need the Rizzos. Uh, Rizzo is back doing his thing and a hell of a managerial job today. Really good. Really good. Denying the replay. Undefeated. Looking at all the names on the roster, going and talking to like as Waldo about something because Hicks messed up his hit. Good managing. Good job. Nestor, on the other hand, mm. didn't do nothing. Yeah. Now, nah, Nestor on the phone was funny. Funny guy. Mm. All right. Dude, there's a lot of people I want to talk about, but I don't. We're running long. And I have to give one award out. You want if you want a double, I won't fight you. You know it's a special day. Um, there's awards and then there's topics. Give the Jameson award. Is this going to a few guys? No. Okay. Appreciate the hint. I'll go Tyone. Wrong. Damn, dude. You gotta understand how that's deceptive over here. That's a nice changeup. I didn't even understand. I don't even get why you got got there. All right. It goes to two guys. Okay, so there's been lies. Not even fibs. There's been a lot of lies set around this dinner table tonight. Uh, It goes to Chapman and Britton, dude, because I want to take a shot of Jameson Mm. every time I think about Boone having to tell one of these guys they're not on the roster. And I don't think both of them are going to be on the postseason roster. And I don't think Britton's going to be on the roster. And I was really rooting for him to be on the roster. Yankees need lefties in the pen. They have Wandy, Britton, Chapman, and Litke. And I haven't thought of Litke as a postseason guy in a while. Maybe he is. Wandy will be on there. He's coming back for the Rangers series. And then it's Britton and Chapman, both getting a ton of money. Chapman looked good tonight. Britton did not. He only generated one swing and one called strike. Got to ground out and to walk two. Had to leave. 
I think it's I think Bryn's off just easier conversation and because it makes more sense. But I think the Yankees were really rooting for Britain to play his way onto this t- postseason roster. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have, what's the upcoming schedule? You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games over six days. So Zach Britton's going to get three more appearances, and Araldis Chapman's going to get three more appearances. And <laughs> it's hard to sway your opinion on a guy in three appearances. If there's a place to do it, it's the bullpen. Um, if we're being honest, you, you said the easier convo is Chappie because he's been like Zach Britton just came back from injury. It's, um, you know, Chapman was just bad at different points this year. Um, Chapman, if you want to chop up the numbers, you can make it feel a lot better than it's felt. Um, not including tonight's outing, uh, Opponent, his last 14 appearances, opponents have a 125 batting average, a 213 ERA. Um, if he can do what he did tonight and put up a couple clean sheets, you're obviously having Araldis Chapman on the roster. I mean, Zach Britton's next three outings would have to be vintage, beautiful Zach Britton, and, it, and that is a very uphill climb. Yeah, we know that takes a long time for him to find not you know the not him particularly, but coming off injury, it takes a while. Find the rhythm guy. Yeah, keep it regular. But when Chapman comes in the postseason, I will also be reaching for a shot of JMO. Hmm. Buckle up, buckle up. Good award, Jim. You got uh, it wrong. Uh, I did, and I'm giving out the Lou and Johnny Award. The most prestigious award of the episode. I'm going to bluff the bluff. I think it's going to Lou Trevino and Jonathan Loisaga. Jim, the Lou and Johnny award is going to Jameson Tyone. Um, and I think we officially make a rule. If you use a guy's name in the award, um, you either have to give it to them or they get, or we get half points. I didn't, I didn't use a name. I what was the award, BBD? Uh, it was the Jameson Award. There's a guy on the team named Jameson. Yeah, but I wasn't referencing him. I was referencing the whiskey. Use his name. Different, two different things. Unfortunately, not my friend Jameson. So if I give the mic award, right? And I'm talking about a microphone, right? But that's spelled different because it's a different word. You don't know how it's spelling in my head. How are you spelling what? Jamison. <laughs> Jamison Tyone, Jimmy, you know I've stand this guy for a while. I've been talking myself into him having a big playoff road start. I decided that's what makes sense. Like, kind of the stones to keep chucking it up there and get a couple big outs and feel it. Um, like you said, I mean, this 7.1 could have had another run uh, in that Blue Jays base running air. Uh, inning, but also his Tampa start where he went into the eighth. You know, I, I know the bullpen gave up a couple of his guys. It's how the sport works sometimes. He uh, he has been pretty stable for a little while now. You could do um, his last 10. He's been Jamison Tyone, giving you a good effort. 
this month. Five starts, a 3-2-3. And, Jim, something else I stumbled into. Because, uh, you know, Johnny and Lou are two, two guys you can rely on. His in-division numbers this year, Jimmy, have been fantastic. Um, he has faced the Toronto Blue Jays. Six sure, times. Make sure I get this right. Six times. Six times. 34.1 innings to the tune of a 2.62 ERA. I mean, that's some big boy stuff when you consider that Toronto, who they're supposed to be offensively and who they've been, number one batting average team, number three OPS. We could easily be sitting here and butter knifing out his starts against Toronto. Instead, that's been some of his finest work this year. The Tampa Bay Rays, who we may see in the playoffs, two starts, 15.1 innings, a 1.76 ERA. Four starts against Boston, a 3.75 ERA, 24 innings. JMO, you'd think, you know, in the way he pitches, it's kind of funny. You'd think if, if you told us the Blue Jays were going to see him a lot this year and maybe the Red Sox, you'd be like, well, if, you know, Devers gets a few runs at you in that top of the Blue Jays lineup, and he's actually thrived there. So uh, happy for my guy, turning the ship around. Got the belt on on Celebration Day. And, uh, yeah, give me that Game 4 ALDS road win against Cleveland. Do you know? <clears throat> wonder why. Okay. Wonder why the Blue Jays are bad against JMO? Why is it, Jimmy? Because they don't scout him. They just go, oh, we're, facing, we're better than that guy. We don't got to scout guy. him. Sits 94. <clears throat> Throws the ball in the zone. Easy. His uh his curveball looked fun, which that's not normally a tie <clears throat> calling card. He had a nice twelve to six going in that game. I like that. Yeah. Anything else? Uh nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, Garrett Cole goes perfect game to balk. I mean, in the end, 6.1, three earned runs. Yeah. Not great, but if the offense goes, you can win with that. But, uh, man, oh, man. <clears throat> Dude, I was actually hoping he would get over it. He did this shrug after Jansen hit the home run. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. 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 Just shake it off. And then. Single, walk, balk, and I'm like, oh, no. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Thank you. Um, Why do you think he came back out for the seventh? Do you think it was just to get, like, a good feeling back after the long inning? I know, was it to get to, like, 90 pitches? Because I think he was at, like, 85. Because um, he has the tough inning. He throws 31 pitches, I think. Then Judge Homer inning, which is a long inning, and he comes back out for one more batter. I, I don't know. I was just we we were talking about it watching, and I didn't know if it was that or Rizzo pressing the right buttons or what. I wonder if they said it in the post game. Um, no idea. Okay. Did they want 
what is what's the handedness of uh, Tapia and Jansen? So Tapia is a lefty, and they brought Britain in for there. So maybe they just didn't want to give Britain Chapman. I don't know. What's Jansen? Jansen's righty, Merrifield righty. No idea. Okay. I, the Yankees have been doing that all season, so it's they don't like clean innings. So I had a bizarre. I didn't really think of that. I was uh, too busy watching Judge's mom blow a kiss. It felt a little more Cole related than the normal Yankee stuff. And yeah, I wonder if they said something. If there was a feather in front of Judge's mom, she would have like blown it all the way. Like usually, you blow a kiss like. She was like, she's a judge, man. Uh, his dad looks like a judge, which is cool. Yeah. Like I, I picture him in a judge's cloak when I see him. Big mustache. Like he can control a courtroom easily. Easy. They're saying it was just for the strikeout record in the chat. Mm. He's going to, he's not going to pitch another game. Yeah, he's pitching he's... one more game, and oh, he didn't get a strikeout, so should should wouldn't... get one more. And that he's going to pitch game. another game. That's strikeout records in hand. Pitching another game, and he didn't get a strikeout, so I'm going to rule that out. Well, they could have been going to get the strikeout, right? But if like, he give gets me the... one more batter. How cool would it be if Judge gets his record and I get my record in the same game? I could sell this ticket. For so much money. Selling tickets. Cole sells tickets, dude. But yeah, Judge, he's going to get that record because. I don't know. Okay. All right. F. Frost looked good. He's going to be part of the pen. That felt like a playoff test spot for him, and he passed. Start hitting Bader, I guess. And that's all. Who's pitching against the Orioles? Domingo Herman, Nestor Cortez, and Luis Severino are lined up. A problem with the Yankees is they don't they don't have a lot of length now. Like, Litke might be on the postseason roster because he's one of the few that can give length. Herman and Litke. Yeah, they they cut down... Uh... Clarky's at like 15, 19, 20 pitches. Yeah, they clearly made the decision he's, he's not going to be the long man. Um, so, yeah, I think it's Domingo because they kicked him to that pen for one game. Um... And then, yeah, I mean, Licky's one of the wild card guys seeing what everyone, everything else happens around him because otherwise they would just use, you know, a guy for one inning, one inning, one inning. But, yeah. All right. See you tomorrow. Kind of. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. I'll see you Go tomorrow. Yankees. Not on top of the In their real life. You two will see each other.